This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration has released new regulatory language impacting how producers are required to house and feed their H-2A workers. The new final rule is nearly 600 pages and will require new health and safety standards for H-2A worker housing, as well as timeliness and sanitation requirements for meals. There's also language in the rule on how wages are to be calculated. The Department of Agriculture said in the rule it lacks the legal authority to make H-2A workers eligible for year-round employment. So far, reaction to the rule has been limited, but farm worker justice says it would have liked to see the Labor Department go further in its rule, saying structural reforms to the program are needed. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. If you want to offer your thoughts on the future of atrazine, you've got about 24 hours. That's how much longer the Environmental Protection Agency will be taking comments on new proposed restrictions on the use of the pesticide. In June, the agency suggested slashing the allowable use of atrazine to 3.5 parts per billion, well below the previously proposed 15 parts per billion. There's also prohibitions on aerial applications and applying during the rain or other storm event. Lauren Lurkins with the Illinois Farm Bureau says it's important for the tool to have a good regulatory structure. We do work a lot with our scientific community here in Illinois and really outside of Illinois to be able to fully understand what is is a very complicated proposal. And in in our view, the most complicated issues actually land in the laps of the applicators and the farmers that are going to have to look at this label if it's made final. So for us, we we just want to draw attention to the issue and, you know, hopefully change it to something that's more manageable out in the countryside. Sarah Lancaster is an assistant professor with Kansas State Research and Extension. She says the current atrazine levels are already set at necessary amounts. Higher rates of atrazine in our pre- and post-emergence products are still needed as we think about doing things like managing herbicide resistance in weeds like water hemp or palmer amaranth because we know that we need as many effective tools as possible and atrazine is certainly one important tool for those and, and you know Coming with a reduced rate could, in fact, in some cases, exacerbate that herbicide resistance problem because we know that that if we're not applying the most effective rates, we're making that herbicide resistance worse. The EPA says it is taking the steps to restrict use based on concerns to protect aquatic plant health. Finally today, trade with Mexico is becoming a pressing topic as the country prepares to implement new changes to the corn it will allow across its border. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. American agriculture officials are working to resolve issues with Mexico that could lead to a 2024 ban on imports of genetically modified corn. Dave Salmonson is the Senior Director of Government Affairs with the American Farm Bureau Federation. He says there is worry over what type of corn falls under the ban. Is it all corn? Is it white corn for they make their tortillas for food products? Is it all yellow corn? That's never, at least our satisfaction, been really explained. I mean, so we're concerned it could affect all corn. He says the ban could be broader than just corn shipments. They're also not doing approvals of biotech products. So that's restricting our ability and the companies to release those products for use here because then you wouldn't have an export market. So these are of concerns that our government, Mexican government, they're trying to talk with them about it, trying to work that out, but we remain something that's a high priority for us. 
Mexico is typically one of the top markets for American corn. According to the USDA, Mexico is expected to import 17.7 million metric tons of U.S. corn in 2022 and 2023. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Peigel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join more than 5,000 farmers and ranchers from across the country at Farm Bureau's annual convention, January 6th through the 11th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The convention and trade show are both open to everyone and provide you the opportunity to gain insights about the future of agriculture, sharpen your leadership skills, and expand your business proficiency. Register online at annualconvention.fb.org register. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.